Welcome back, everyone, to Storytelling Podcast Week and our September Roundtable, hosted by Motsi Doppel and Reg Skelly of the High Night Podcast, with Elijah Bailey of the Elijah Bailey Show, a little bit of anime and Blackened Studios, and Stephanie Fuccio of Podcast Review Day, Podcast Matchmakers, and Geopats, as they dive into the world of fiction, podcasts, and fandoms, what makes a great show, and geek out with this really fun group of podcasters we love. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, Storytelling Podcast Week has live stream sessions like this one with top podcasters and storytellers from scripted fiction and nonfiction podcasts from across our world and our imaginations. We also have exclusive recorded episodes on the Storytelling Podcast Week channel for free. Download the Podbean app and follow the Storytelling Podcast Week channel to receive notifications in real time when we go live, listen to the exclusive episodes, and to replay all of the live streams from our events. Storytelling Podcast Week is brought to you by Podbean. We're a podcast hosting and monetizing platform and home to over 500,000 podcasts. And as you're joining us for this session, you can see we also offer the ability to live stream directly from the app to your audience. For everyone listening, you can also start your own live stream for free on Podbean. And now we'll hand it off to our hosts of this live stream, Motsi Doppel and Reg Gelly of the High Nye Podcast. Hello and welcome. Yay. Yay. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that, Norma. So I'm Reg Gelly. And I'm Motsi Doppel. And we're from the High Nye Podcast. It's a supernatural horror fiction podcast about a Filipino immigrant in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So is everyone? Yeah. Sorry, go on. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> you go. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, it's good. To, it's good to meet everybody. Um, so, uh, or I guess we just start with like a very general opening question, which is, um, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast and how you started either your podcast or your in the podcast space. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, whoever would like to go first. Oh, Elijah, go ahead. Oh, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm Elijah <laughs> Bailey. Um, a little bit about me is I like to have uh, a, a very uh, diverse background. I like to do whatever comes to the top of my head. I've been like that since I've since I was born. Like I like to paint. I'm a musician. I've been in martial arts for over thirty years. Um, I'm the Got my uh, degree in kinesiology that led to me exploring different avenues in uh, socioeconomic studies. And uh, one day, uh, my friend Richard Taplin, who you hear on the show, The Elijah Bailey Show, uh, came to me and he was talking about he had got he had formed lung cancer out of nowhere. He he didn't smoke. um, And the only thing that kind of helped him reach out to me was he had a son named Caden and he wanted to be there for his son. And he knew that I was a trainer. He wanted to see if there's any way that I could get him, you know, back in better health, uh, off the oxygen tank. So he could be able to do, you know, just normal things with his son and be there because, uh, you know, finding out that you have cancer can kind of spiral you and put you in a place of trauma. So when, uh, Richard reached out to me, we just went to the gym. I told him, he's like, man, I'm on the oxygen tank. Uh, I don't know if I could do this. I said, don't worry about it. Just show up on Monday at this time. He's like, yeah, but, you know, like, you know, sometimes my back hurts. And they, I said, don't worry about it. Just show up. And so he showed up. And one of the things that got his mind off of, you know, focusing on the work and his breathing was listening to podcasts like the Steve Austin show, 
Um, and then uh, I, I think back before it was Fat Man Beyond, it was like, uh, I don't know, it's Kevin Smith podcast. We were listening to that. And I was like, man, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin gets on here and he, he, he talks about, you know, stopping at gas stations and using the bathroom. And he talks about, you know, going to get pedicures. I was like, I, we, I think we have more interesting conversations than that sometimes. We could do a podcast. And uh, he's like, you know what? Like last year, before I found out I had cancer, my cousins and I, we were trying to get equipment ready and, and put together a podcast. So he's like, come over to my house and we'll check out the equipment. We sat down one day and recorded the show with no name. And it will forever be known as that. And that started us on our journey because it was just like the, this freedom. Uh, it, being in martial arts for 30 years, uh, you're very military, militarized. And so there's sometimes I look at someone, I was like, man, I wish I could let that go. But my OCD is saying I have to get that done. And with the podcast, it kind of calmed my nerves, uh, eased what I found out later. I had a little bit of anxiety. I was anxious to do things. So I'm always on the move. And, and trying to uh, now I've switched that into creating, um, but I was always trying to find something to do. So we started the podcast. It was really freeing. It was a relief. And I was like, let's, you know, let's continue to do this. Well, at the time, Richard's still recovering. He has his son. He has different things going on. And a lot of people are listening to the show and they're coming to his house trying to, you know, get a podcast done as well. And so he goes on vacation and I was like, is there anything I can do to help while you're going? Cause I don't, I don't want to lose traction. I'm, I really dig into the podcast every week. I'm coming up with the material. And he goes, uh, no, just this is what I normally do. And he explained it to me. I was like, man, he's doing all of that. And he's got four other shows on top of it. And he's spending hours upon hours. I was like, he's not getting to spend time with his wife, his kid. So I went online, started watching videos and researching about how to basically be a producer and edit. So when he got back, I was like, hey, what kind of mics are we using? You know, what chords are we using? What do we need? And he, he saw that switch and it turned from just being a hobby to creating a business, which Black and Studios has been in business for six years. And right now, I think we're housing at least 20 different podcasts in various genres. Um, but the Elijah Bailey show just spun from our love of talking and feeling like we could just get something off of our chest. And that's kind of what I tell people. If you want to start a podcast, if you have a passion, if you want to talk, sit down uh, and do it. Find somebody that can help you get the equipment, the gear, invest in it. Because once you've invested, you know, it, it becomes real. You, you do have to give up some money to get your equipment. Say, hey, I want this is nice equipment. This is why I'm buying it for a fuller, richer sound for my voice. Or I need the, these dampeners because of the room. And I want to provide a quality show for the people that are going to listen and eventually turn to your community. So hopefully that answers the question. That was amazing. And yeah, like like you said about investing in it, I think that's what really keeps podcasts going as opposed to just, you know, uh, um, the truth is anyone can really like start. But I think like what you've done like for six years, just, yeah, is like, is a it's it's a venture and it's something you did really well at. And yeah, um, um, how about you, Stephanie? And yeah, like, um, yeah, it was genuinely I- amazing to hear about. I love hearing podcast origin stories. That was amazing, Elijah. Thank you. Okay, so my, 
Yeah. No. Wow. Okay. So I started out as a podcast listener back when you had to move audio file, like download them online and put them on your tiny little MP3 player. And I listened for forever, but it wasn't until a friend of mine, like we kept sharing podcasts that we were listening to. And she said, you know what? Why haven't you started one? And I had no idea how to do it. And so it still was like a few more months. And it's funny that it was Podcast Brunch Club in China, in Shanghai, China, a few years ago, four years ago, that I met Shannon of Podbean, and she was hosting Podcast Brunch Club. And that's when I learned about the indie podcast world. And I realized how easy it was to start my own podcast. So um, one, as it often does, one became two, became too many to admit. And I, they, I just kind of lumped them together into the Geopats Podcast Network, which has a bunch of different podcasts on different things like coffee and books and language and all of these from like a global perspective. And then a, a couple of years ago, yeah, almost two years ago, I um, accidentally then intentionally started an online community called Podcast Review Day, uh, where we review podcasts uh, on the 8th of every month, which ah, is tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow is the next one. And it's every month, but tomorrow is September 8th. So there's an event going on tomorrow over on Twitter. It's super easy. You just review a podcast anywhere, come over to Twitter and use the hashtag PodRevDay. And then the whole day, there's just this stream of genuine love for podcasts that goes on the hashtag. And, uh, and that event led to Podcast Matchmakers, which is the, more, the bigger organization that offers um, podcast auditing and pod, podversary calendar and event notifications and all kinds of stuff. So there's, you know, just the, be, being a listener, then to learning about the indie community and then starting all of these things within the indie community itself has just turned into this entire world. Podcasting has now consumed most of my world. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Same here. And also, mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> and also like that's how you met you, like through podcast matchmaking. Um you got yeah. in touch with us and that was really cool. It was a big deal for us as well. And Yay. similar to how storytelling podcast week was a big deal for us because as you said, like technically anyone can start a podcast and that's mm -hmm. we were anyone because we have no background we started yeah. in 2020 that's and still like we had yeah. yeah we had not like we had no experience in podcasting we had no experience in all of that but we we you know we'd listened to a few and i guess this is our answer kind of um for our podcast, which is High Nights, the only podcast we have, we don't have like a whole um, company that you guys have all built up um, over years. But we have, um, we worked on this one podcast, we just wanted to do something that we thought sounded cool. And the response to it was more than we ever expected. And I do believe it was because of that response and because of the investment, like Elijah said, like I had invested like a couple, a couple hundred dollars into, you know, like original soundtrack and, you know, um, setting it up for Podbean and everything. And it was the first time I'd ever like invested in a project quite this much. And it was really, it, it's led to here. So it's been amazing, genuinely. How did that yeah, feel after much. your investment? Um, yeah, it, it felt great. Yeah, like, Moxie it, definitely shoulders most of the financial costs. <laughs> which, yeah, I mean, like, so that's why my name's on the podcast. No, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that's why Moxie's name is first. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, it, it, and Reg was like, um, Reg was there every single step of the way. She's like, um, 
she, the podcast wouldn't exist if she didn't listen to me rant for two hours straight over video call. <laughs> That's um, basically my role. <laughs> just like, and yeah, like uh, to now, like um, obvi- it would have been impossible to keep this up without even like the smallest of teams. Reg helps me with the mm-hmm. editing and social media and everything. And we're still, you know, we're still in our baby steps, but we've gotten way more experience like you know we've gotten way more experience as time goes on um and yeah and yeah i i see like uh stephanie mentions that so stephanie's in albania and elijah's in oklahoma and mm-hmm. me and red so i'm in toronto and in, mm-hmm. in and i'm calling from i'm calling from manila philippines mm-hmm. yeah so, so we uh, exactly we're exactly 12 hours difference <laughs> yeah between. we're pretty like spread out yeah mm-hmm Mm-hmm. yeah and, um, mm-hmm. yeah it's, uh, oh by the way for uh, for our listeners if you have questions or comments please uh put like uh the chat boxes there you can absolutely put your questions there and we'll mm-hmm. do our best to answer them yep shout out to rod henderson who's from london uk <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah if you just want to share where you're li- yeah where you're listening from that's cool too mm-hmm. uh yeah, so Elijah, um, other than the Elijah Bailey show, um, I believe you also have another podcast with Richard called Black and Studios, The Black Box. The Black Box, yes. That one, yeah. that was the one, the show with no name. But the very first episode is separate <laughs> from The Black Box. I think it's now The Black Box Presents, and we're we're getting ready to adapt it again into a weekly um weekly almost like editorial of what's going on in the studio what uh, what episode you might have missed last week from uh the, the major podcast or all the podcasts and then what's coming this week and then the feature podcast of the week and we're, we're dabbling and trying some new stuff we have probably about four other projects and that's one thing that everybody mentions having that partner and having a community to reach out to because our podcast, when it started, I think it was like six months later, we found the Oklahoma uh, podcast community. And there was uh, probably like six or seven podcasts that started with us that are uh, probably only one or two are still going you know, consistently. Uh, but it was crazy. The community, we have a meetup every week or every two weeks. And then we talk about our podcast. We you know, exchange information. Um, shout out to Caleb Masters and Caleb Haldane uh, because they put together functions to where they're like, Hey, if you guys want to know how to put together your own website and save some money, then that led to them teaching at the Oklahoma uh, fairgrounds about how you could become a podcaster just because it continued to grow. And that outreach had led to me producing podcasts in California with, uh, Ify Wadaway and Danny Fernandez for the Krillnet podcast, which that led to a uh, Twitch and YouTube TV show. So it's, it's, it's just so crazy how when you make that investment and you continue to drive forward with your passion, how many other doors and avenues open to make connections to people that you never would have thought of. Cause now I'm like, well, there's no reason, you know, I wrote a 65 page uh, essay for my third degree test. There's, there's no reason why I can't write a book about whatever. There's no reason I can't put together a manga. There's no reason I can't chase these other dreams. And I think that's wow. what podcasting, you know, allows me to tap into each and every week. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Oh, you mentioned, the best thing you mentioned if yeah. you know, I'm a big fan, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> also, yeah, and sorry, Reg, what were you going to say? 
Oh, I was just gonna say, like, yeah, the best thing about podcasts is definitely the creative freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely more space to move around than, let's say, like a network show. And I mentioned, um, I mes- I mentioned uh, the black box because it's similar to what Steph- Stephanie is doing. Um, it's a platform mm-hmm. for podcasters, and I was just curious. Like, I find that really interesting. Like, what drew the two of you into basically creating these? platforms about and for podcasts and other podcasters like what is it about the podcast community and industry that compelled you to basically make a podcast about podcasts i I think uh both both me and richard share similar traits because we've been friends since elementary but like i'm being raised in martial arts i'm a little bit more humble about stuff but we both are competitive very aggressively competitive to where like now every Saturday morning, cause I work overnights. And so at seven 30 AM we're playing dragon ball fighters or jump force. And, and it's, it's King of the Hill. Like first when the 10 gets bragging rights and if, if he gets beat, he, he shows those emotions. So when we had our podcast going, I'm like, man, we started listening to the other podcasts in the area. And we're like, they, they're so well produced. We have to upgrade our, our equipment because not only will that make our show, better but the other shows so anytime that we want to try to create something new or like hey I, I heard this this sounds a lot better than what we're using uh mm-hmm. let's go ahead and just try it on our show so he's like well what if the show sounds bad or something's like whatever happens happens but if we can use this to make the other shows better because those the people that came we started in richard's house so everybody's coming to his house and he's like man i just can't have everybody coming to my house because somebody could be disgruntled and plus that's too much foot traffic with my family here so mm-hmm. Uh, we grew to a point to where we had to invest into that space, but seeing how passionate everybody was and the stories that they were telling, uh, one mic, one voice uh, was very political and they had outreach from Africa and fans uh, sending them letters, inviting them out to that space. And they were hitting heavy hitting you know, topics that were going on, very controversial. Then we had Tiffany Hill who, uh, she had just published her book, Authentic Me. So her podcast was just the authentic self, like 15 minute bits. And we were like, man, if we could do instead of us just sitting down and, you know, just talking for two hours, let's try to be more constructive. Uh, what's the best time frame? Uh, do we want to go by what the norm says? And me and Richard never want to do that. So what feels good for us <laughs> when we're listening to podcasts? You know, what topics? Man, this is. Like right now, I'm in the in one of the projects is really driven by me being annoyed with a show uh, that I listen to. And I listen to every episode because anytime that I get annoyed by people, I'm like, you know what? Good for them, because if that show can produce that kind of engagement, then there's something that I'm not picking up on. And there's something that we could do to improve. And you know what? I'm in that community. I'm talking to them during the show. But hey, and, you know, even though it's it's competitive on both sides, you know, we're still friends. So I think that's kind of what drives us to continue and push forward. And then you just see other people. You know, the, one of our good friends, military uh, friend, he had his show, um, Mike Stojic. Uh, what was his show? It was about drinking. He would go around the state and he would have drinks, uh, take a shot, I think. So he drove up to Oklahoma. We showed him, you know, the haunted hotel. We had some drinks with him and that opened up avenues to him uh, uh, and other podcasters in, in other areas. So it's like these people are just going out, engaging, being themselves. 
we need to bring that to everybody else. So how can we do that best? How can we showcase all the shows at the studio and continue to help these people push their passion forward? Let's do an editorial. And so for my show, I was like, well, let's try it this way. So we had podcasts of the week. And I was like, man, it's, it's, it's getting hard for me to keep listening to different podcasts every week. So let's do podcasts mm-hmm. of a month. That way the listeners can listen you know, each week that we have a show. And uh, that was that's what made anime and manga of the week turn to anime and manga of the month. I'm like, dude, I'm running through this list because I've watched and read a lot. But these people aren't they're not getting to read. And that was one the feedback that we got. So we try everything on the show just to see if we can. You know, what's the engagement? If I put a podcast on the show and feature it, do more people go listen to it? And we push that on social media or is it having those, um, you know, Anybody that comes into the studio, have them on our show first. They'll be our first guest. That's how we can go ahead and coach them, break the ice, make them feel comfortable. And, you know, we have like a three episode rule. If you start, throw out the first three episodes because they're going to be trash because you're going to be thinking too much and you're going to be removing your authentic self from the show on that fourth try that's when you kind of break through the wall. And that's the same thing when you're creating. Your first idea is that first concept. It might not be the best because everybody's first idea, you know, you look over a cliff and you see water, like, man, I want to jump. Then you're like, wait a second, let me, let me think again. Okay, that might not go as well as I want. And then the third time through, you're thinking like, well, you know, let's make this safer. Let's make this, you know, let's give it some punch. And then that fourth time, like, yeah, there's the bread and butter. And so that's kind of how we approach everything. Everything is a science experiment. We love challenges because it gets the gears working. I'm a physical guy. I always like to, I always tell people I'm more Goku than, than Dexter. And Richard's the brains. He's, he picks up electronic stuff very easy, but it's like, I have to help him on that end. And he's got to, you know, use some muscle on the other end. And so that's kind of how we complement each other to find different avenues. And we run everything past each other. We're very open. We're very honest. Uh, if we're working together, we're not friends. We're, we're partners. So that that's deeper than friends, because sometimes friends will lie to each other just to not hurt their feelings. If we're partners and we're in this 50-50 and we know that we want to leave legacy behind or a lineage for, for our kids and, and, and really help people bring forth their passions, we have to be honest with where we are, what we're doing, and, and take a step back and say, dude, this is not working, or this is working, or if a show is you know, not meeting the expectation, which is you guys are just, you know, we're giving you production tips, trying to help you, but you don't seem like you want to put the effort in. Like, is this something you really want to do? Because we don't want you to waste your money each and every week or month, however you're paying at the studio if you're not in it. Because somebody else, you know, we're having to move schedules around for somebody else. And there's there's probably somebody else out there that's very passionate that will want to do their show each and every week. And, and they're going to put that work in. So, you know, where are we at? And so that's how we operate. That's what helps us. And just thinking about the people that are coming in the door each and every week, the people that are paying, like, we got to give them quality uh, and competent service. That That's that's our job. But then we also care because we listen to every episode. And we're like, man, that was a great episode. Or, hey, okay, this is what we need to do. We need to refocus. What, hey, your 200th episode is coming up. What are you guys planning Dude, come on now. You, you're acting like this is your first week podcast and like put some effort into it. These people are coming back each and every week to listen to you. This is the 200th. What are you going to do? All right. Give me a rundown. OK, that sounds good. Do this, this and this. We Like Richard just had this talk and made like flipped a very flimsy 200th episode into a, a huge 200 episode Special. where it was. Yeah, it was live on site. They could interact with people safely. 
uh, within the COVID rules. And it was like, and you know, it was just something that nobody expected. And that's, mm-hmm. that's basically where we come from as producers, as podcasters, as, as I, I love to sit in the co-host seat because I can just sit back and watch, but <laughs> that gives me that perspective, like Hawkeye to see, you know, from above. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love these references. I will, I will comment on them <laughs> later, but first, um, yes, uh, Stephanie, how about you? Like, um, so um, that's how we met you. Like, how did you get into the same, same question? Like, um, how did you get yeah. into recommending different podcasts? I know you're a huge fan of them, but uh, kind same question as Elijah, but I wanted to kind of add a little bit, which is that how do you not get overwhelmed? Because podcasts are so, you know, are so like they're, they're becoming more and more like prominent now. <laughs> they're, as you mentioned to us, and I think some, a lot of people mentioned to us, there's been a boom. So yeah. like, how did you get into reviewing podcasts and does the boom of new podcasts help or kind of limit your podcast review situation? Um, let Tell us more about that. Oh no, I am. If one, if there's one characteristic that describes me, it's curiosity. So I live, I've lived my entire life in this utter state of overwhelming me with information. That's where my happy spot is. So the fact that there's more podcasts, more people in the space, more people trying to get into the space and more people trying to find the right podcast actually suits me well. So that's actually been a good thing. <laughs> but um, you know what? Podcast Review Day started as an accident. Like I decided I wasn't doing enough reviews to the podcast I liked. And so I was doing a 30-day challenge in December 2019, and I just announced on Twitter, hey, I'm going to do this 30-day challenge, so every day I'm going to do a a review. And after a couple of days, people started to say, hey, can I join you? And I was like, of of course you can. I just made up a hashtag. Yep, sure, go ahead. And then by the end of the month, we had like a nice little community of of people reviewing. And I thought, okay, 30 days was a little much because I put... I put some soul into my reviews and that was exhausting. So I'm like, okay, once a year is not, e- not enough. 30 days in a row is too much. So I was like, let's just do once a month. And so in January of 2020, uh, we started doing it on the eighth of every month. And at first I thought it would be to attract people into podcasting who liked certain content, but didn't quite know what podcasts are yet. And it took me a few months, but I realized that most of our community were actually podcasters who were avid listeners. And then I started to go, okay, wait, I can actually, especially for the newer podcasters, I can actually kind of help them, like refine their stuff, not to be perfect or to do it a certain way, but to give like a listener perspective, since I I was a listener way longer than a podcaster. And that's when the podcast matchmaker, bigger entity came along and, um, and I started to do other things to try to help them find, you know, match to like, like find their listener match, not just to get people to listen, but, but get the right people to listen and have their Twitter profile and their podcast and the different bits they put on the internet about them be attractive and be what people might, that might pull people in, you know, cause you can drop a link, but that's not going to tell anybody, that's not going to entice anybody to come to your podcast. And maybe it did 10 years ago or maybe five years ago, but right now you have to actually give people some information before they'll jump platforms, before they'll press play. And so that's what we're now trying to do with that bigger entity of podcast matchmakers. And uh, yeah, 
it's kind of fun. Yeah, that's that's actually really amazing. Like, not only are you, you know, reviewing and, like, giving your thoughts on, like, different podcasts and hyping them up, you're also kind of <laughs> almost, like, giving uh, very welcome advice in that way. Kind of just, like, um, uh, letting people know that, like, certain podcasts, like, how they can improve, how can how they can be more, uh, holi- I guess, is the word holistic? I'm trying to look for I'm not entirely sure. Engaging. Engaging, yeah, like yeah. on multiple fronts, which I think yeah. is really cool. Thank yeah. you. Well, I, never, and... I don't want to be the kind of person that says you must do this, 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 and this. There are some best practices in podcasting because your your podcast has to be heard. In, like literally, mm-hmm. it, if it's too low, it can't. it's not really useful for the listener. But most of the feedback that I give, both in the reviews that I do for my personal listening and for podcast matchmakers, is suggestions. This is what my impression was. This might mm-hmm. help attract the better people. I don't ever want to be to do the shoulds because I don't think that's really useful, especially in a creative space mm-hmm. like this. Exactly. And like, yeah, you, feedback is is really valuable. I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but we had like very early on because we again, we were like super indie, super, you know, kind of doing it on our own. We ha- There was this very valuable feedback we had that I think has saved us for the last how many months, which is Ooh. that, yeah, like um, when we were first editing, we were editing on these top of the line earphones that I had. And we were like, oh, gosh, mm-hmm. we we're going to make it really high quality. Oh, is this the bad and- earphone story? Yeah, and then we found out that there was a listener who was like, oh, there's this horrible tinny sound. I love your story, but I can't listen because there's this horrible tinny sound. And so ever since then, I would instead edit on these very terrible $4 earphones, and I would hear it. I would like, and most people have that. And that's when you realize, like, to when your audience gives you such valuable feedback it's because like yeah most people are hearing that because most people don't have those editors headphones of like you know you spent this much money on for school and uh, for film school or whatever but um yeah so that like so feedback is i think feedback helps podcasters consider something that they hadn't considered before not necessarily in a you should do this but in a maybe you didn't notice this and that's actually like I think that's mm-hmm. how well your like podcast does as well, like your matchmaking and the reviews and stuff. I think, and it's just yeah. what lovely for people to know that people are looking at their podcasts. I think. Oh, thanks. Yeah, uh, Matsy and Reg, can I ask you guys a question? Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah, of course. Questions as well, if ever. Yeah. Why oh, did you land okay. on a podcast for this story? Because this could have been an audio book. It could have been a written book. It could have been a graphic novel. Why did you end up doing a podcast? Ooh, I think we're going to make a shout out here to another horror fiction podcast. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were fully inspired by um, the Magnus Archives. It was, um, which, you know, Mm -hmm. I think is a fairly big, like, horror fiction podcast in the space. Um, And we wanted to do something, yeah, like, we wanted to play with that a little more during the pandemic, especially. Um, I actually, so I had actually done a lot of, like, I'd done a novel before, I'd done some comics before. We, me and Reg, like, we enjoyed that creative space for quite a while. And podcasting was something we'd never done before. Like, it was a totally new experience. And it was, um, like, we realized with the Magnus Archives, especially, it was, um, we were scared because we didn't have the proper tools. We wouldn't have the proper equipment. We didn't know how to make sure all the sounds were okay. But then we found out that with horror and with like this kind of fiction setting, there were ways we could just make the sound feel part of the story. 
which is to say we mm. could make our terrible sounding audio. Um, we could put it through a telephone filter and make it sound um, on grotty on purpose. And like that would serve the story. <laughs> and that's how we kind of, um, and from there, that's where we were able to build our mm. whole thing. Like, and it was nice and comforting because, you know, a lot of people, I think, even though anyone can start a podcast technically and like anyone can really like bring their stories to life, a lot of people are very worried that they cannot be up to scratch and they cannot, you know, hold the audio standard. Um, and that was our worry. But then we realized that when you're telling a story, even if like if you find a way to make that like to make your limitations serve your story. I think that's like a great way to kind of like continue that. And as you said, Elijah, we were able to invest in it. We liked our idea so much. And yeah, that's why we decided on the audio space because um, it's nice for atmosphere. And mm -hmm. from the first episode, we did not realize how scary we could make it until people started telling us that, oh God, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really cool. And that was feedback as well. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely... <laughs> Nice. That's how we got yeah. into like podcasting. Yeah, and I also want to comment on like the the community as well. Mm -hmm. Like you're right, there's other audio platforms like audio dramas or audio books, but I found that the podcasting community has just been a lot more engaging and a lot more fun. Like even like not even just um like the Magnus archives like. Um, before that, I was I've been listening to like the Bright Sessions and Wolf Three Five Nine, and any fiction or nonfiction podcast. I found that the community is just is is just so much more active. I think, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I think because podcasts are, I think part of that is because podcasts tend to be more accessible, mm -hmm. and not just to the listeners, but also the fact that they're. Um, like they're, 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 there's more space for like indie productions, like the creators themselves also get to interact a lot more with the community. Like that's something I noticed. And um, that was really, um, that was really appealing for me and Motsi. Like we wanted to get into that kind of space as well. Like we love interacting with our listeners and supporters. We have a discord channel um, and it's just been a whole lot of fun. And that was like the main appeal of podcasting for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And speaking of community, I just wanted to do a quick shout out to Benny from Lagos, Nigeria. And it was a little while back, but we saw it. And um, Matt from San Francisco, just because they're listening right now, they want to say hi. And yeah, it's very cool. And we're, we love everyone who's listening right now. So thank you for coming on as well. Thank you. I have a, I have a question for everybody. Like what other, uh, fandoms what other interests do you have that you incorporate in your podcast that people may not know or notice <laughs> oh um, i have too many yeah, yeah. the list is long <laughs> give us the like the one of the top five okay top five. Oh, you just put uh, us on the spot here <laughs> okay I'll, I'll go i'll go um i started yes, go, i've lived outside yeah i'm from the u.s but i've lived outside of the u.s for over 17 years and so one of the <sighs> first communities i found online are expat communities and not the business expat who is isolated from society but more like mm -hmm. the digital nomad but has a more stable job in the country and and <laughs> likes to learn and assimilate and all of that so I listen to a lot of expat podcasts and I've made all kinds of lists of other ones that I love and I have like pod chaser lists like you wouldn't believe about those kinds of podcasts because I feel like 
I can use English to get into the culture without one going there and two spending years in the country because you've got someone who's already done that for you. So I love mm -hmm. listening to expat podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. that is awesome. And um, I guess for me, uh, one, <laughs> uh, I, I get like, yeah, I get inspiration everywhere. Um, a lot of I'm very ingrained in fandom. I have a whole other thing where I kind of just uh, a whole other account where I just scream about fandom things. <laughs> um, I guess like, in a lot of indirect ways, a lot of the really old anime that I used to watch does, um, um, uh, what do you call it, like, um, form how I like to tell stories. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think in terms, not in terms of the style, like not in terms of the style of the podcast, but in terms of the very uh, main story beats, I think the ones that have left the biggest mark on me and the reason me and Reg became friends 12 years ago, 13 wow. years ago, um, oh God, was... a friendship as a teenager. <laughs> Our friendship as a teenager. Um, so it was the original Full Metal Alchemist, which people should still mm. give appreciation to. Um, yes, a lot of the excellent writing about mor morality and everything there. Mm -hmm. And also, um, this is going to be a very, I don't know if you've heard about this one, Elijah, but it's uh, Princess Tutu, one of the greatest anime I that's have, ever existed. I have, and I watched it. You've watched yes. it, yeah. It's one of the greatest yes. anime that's ever been written. It's the uh, perfect two-act structure of any story. And yeah, anyway, <laughs> I just <laughs> wanted to gush about it. But overall, I get inspiration from everywhere. Like sometimes I will literally just walk down the street, look at a creepy house. And there are a lot of them in Toronto. I think that's a main, that's a major <laughs> inspiration. There are so many creepy places in Toronto because it's so old. I oh, live yes. in the area of old Toronto. It's wonderful. I literally live beside a house that has these carved faces into the brick that look like these horrific, like there's human faces and then there's like a lion for some reason. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and it's like, that's amazing. Yeah. The area, like I get inspiration from everywhere. I follow a couple mm -hmm. of horror artists um, mm -hmm. and their art. I, 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 I I'm going to like look up their names and shout them out a little later, but yeah, like it's, you get inspiration from everything you visually, if you see something weird and like start, I, I start like in my head coming up with like short prompts about what weird stuff that I see and describing them verbally. And that's kind of how the horror aspect of the story comes about. And the rest is very political actually. Like it, unfortunate inspiration from this current uh, day and age mm -hmm. that yeah. I try to incorporate into the story as well. So a lot of the, uh, the horror aspect and a lot of the storytelling aspect is very political, politically charged in Hainai, but in a way where mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it serves the story. It's that's what horror is. I think like it's in yeah. service. Yeah. To horror is like the guys. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like, and horror is like a really good, space to explore the polit the political landscape you're in really okay. yeah and it's not and i I'd, I'd say like not even like um it's not just the horror aspects of our podcast that we um like inject our our inspirations from like on my end so we so you know we have we also like to build on like the relationships of the characters and stuff and you know there's like there's like um there's couples and like ships in the in the podcast mm -hmm. and I think that's where my teen drama background comes in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like romance. whenever Monty and I talk yeah, whenever Monty and I talk about the romance aspect, I'm always like, no, it has to be cheesier. 
SVG is here. <laughs> yeah, SVG is nice here. Balance. It's a nice balance. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, and you know, it's not. Yeah, and like, it's not also like, and the the story evolves also like pretty quickly, depending on, especially depending on what Motsi is watching. Um, mm-hmm. There, I think, literally, like our latest episode, or no, like the the next development in our story. It's I can't spoil anything yeah. yet, but Motsi okay. was like. Can't spoil anything yet, but Mati was basically like, "Oh, I have an idea for this thing. We can, we can do this and this." And I'm like, "Oh, so you want to change this whole thing we talked about?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Is this because you watched the latest episode of My Hero Academia or something?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay, let's go with that." I never follow. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. You know. I, I don't exactly follow it, but I will see a thing in my Hero Academia and be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, my Hero Academia or whatever else Matsi uh, just got on. Yeah. Anyway, Matsi, uh, you had a like. Uh, I think you have a question lined oh, up. Um, I, I do have a question, but I do just want to mention mm-hmm. um, the two visual horror um, artists that I really like. Uh, one of them is like named Enoch or Odd Oblivion. Um, that's with mm-hmm. a zero at the beginning on mm-hmm. Twitter. They both have like, I will say if you go look at their Twitter, be careful because it is very scary. Mm. And the other one is Trevor Henderson, who I think is a fairly well-known like horror artist as well. They're kind of the modern, um, uh, what was it, scary stories tell in the dark type art artists. It's very mm-hmm. creepy. It's every time I see their art on my feed, I'm like, oh, this is so great. Like I, I get these little like happy chills because I'm like, oh, I want to be able to describe something this scary in my podcast mm-hmm. and try to, you know, deliver the same chills that I got from looking at their art that mm-hmm. I do like that I through the audio space, which I really try to do every single time. And yeah, um, hopefully like a, you guys get to check that out. Sorry. Oh yeah. It's a, I was going to say it's amazing. Like one of the, one of the, I'm already on here. One of them looks like a scene out of a uh, berserk when uh, yeah, with, exactly. as, as the God hand and all the stuff. Yeah. It's, this is nice. I'm, I'm a huge horror and sci-fi fan. So yeah, me too. Me too. For sure. Um, I definitely, I, I am in love with, I used to be a scaredy cat as a kid. I was traumatized by one nightmare I had when I was six years old. And then I was scared for a long time. And then after that, it's kind of just like, uh, I guess, exposure therapy. As I grew older, I got more mm-hmm. and more into horror. And yeah, that's why yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm just falling in love with this. And now I just like, now I just really love monsters. And that's where, that's where fear brings you to your adulthood. Um, yeah, too. so my... <laughs> I went so from my being terrified. Oh, oh yes. sorry. Go no, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I went from being terrified as a kid of like Night of the Living Dead, like commercials, not even the movie, and just not being uh-huh. able to sleep at night from that. And now, like when my husband and I is like, what kind of movie do you want to see? I'm like, horror. Like my first horror, choice. Horror, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Same. I just watched yeah. Candyman yesterday. It was fantastic. And Which one? Candyman, the new one. Candyman. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it so yeah, bad. I'm not going to spoil, but go watch it. It's great. Yeah, uh, it's funny <laughs> that the things that scared us as kids like don't scare us as much now. Now the true horror, the truly horrific things are, oh no, a deadline's approaching. Oh God, I just had oh, a nightmare about work. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no. 
the political landscape of the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> the scariest thing ever. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I had a question, but I kind of feel like I would rather ask you this question because it's just for, like, I think we are at the point where, yeah, we're kind of getting to know each other a little more. So I wanted to mm-hmm. just ask something fun, like, for ex- like, here's my question. Um, with Halloween coming up, I know it's September, but that means mm-hmm. it's already Halloween season. Um, in, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the Philippines, it's Christmas and Halloween season. Um, so <laughs> what, uh, I guess, like, in terms of it, in the spirit of the season coming up, um, how are you guys going to be celebrating, whether it's just listening or watching something you really want to watch for Halloween, or if it's like a whole plan, because um, in some places things are getting a little better. What are your plans for Halloween? I'm just really curious. And how do you feel about yeah, Halloween? Yeah, do you have like a do you have like a special podcast episode coming out, if that's mm-hmm. going to happen? Yeah, or like, yeah, anything <laughs> in particular like you want to do. Uh, Steph? You oh go god! <laughs> yeah, it's gonna seem contrived though, but I'm writing an article on Hainai actually for Discover ah! Pod. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's my big. I just interviewed them the other day, and they're just lovely, lovely individuals. Um, so yeah, I'm writing an, an article yeah. about the supernatural, the Filipino supernatural connection to the, the Toronto supernatural connection, and all that kind of stuff. So cool. And then we're also doing a soundscaping episode on simple podcast editing. Um, But honestly, I haven't, as much as I love Halloween, it is absolutely my favorite holiday. I haven't celebrated it in years. I don't know if it's just my upbringing or whatever, but it feels feels like Halloween is the most fun in your 20s. And then if you don't have kids, it just kind of dies (laughs) off. And I feel like I need to kind of resuscitate it because I love it, but I just don't know what to do with it now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's fair. I think like um, in the podcast space, it'll be super fun to kind of just get like horror podcasts are definitely my my bread and butter in terms of what I listen to as well. Mm -hmm. Like if you look at the list of podcasts that I listen to the most, it's literally just all horror. It's um, Magnus Archives. It's Night Vale, which is like, you know, existential slash uh, uh, what's the word? the the author guy or <laughs> well, I lost his name and, like Stephen King or something uh, no. no the guy who does all the um the tentacle H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft a- Lovecraftian yeah that's yeah. the word I'm ah for. okay <laughs> and uh, Wolf Three Five Nine which is also like space horror which is really cool mm-hmm. so yeah like definitely I oddly I never I never celebrated Halloween as a kid because that's not a thing in the Philippines mm-hmm. um, but now in Canada, I'm kind of just like rolling in all the Halloween and hopefully going to be able to um, experience that a little more. And yeah, uh, what about you, Elijah? Like, what are you doing for Halloween, if anything? Yeah, yeah, it's been like so long. I wanted like the last two years we wanted to go out, but we've been we've been in quarantine. (laughs) So uh, this this year, I'm really I'm really trying to hit some cosplay stuff and just, if yes. not anything, take yes. a walk. I know, I know. Well, Tokyo Revengers is just, you know, it's another one. Like when Jujutsu Kaisen got here and I was reading that right after Chainsaw Man, I was like, man, these new manga that I'm finding, they're really just engaging. The narrative's different from what you normally see. And, and Baji-kun has just got me. I've got long locks. You know, I tie my hair back quite often. I got my canines looking nice, so I feel like I might get a, a, a Toman uniform and walk my dogs around the neighborhood uh, on on Halloween. And then uh, we always get candy. Like, uh, but you got to wait till after Halloween to get it on sale. So it's like a it's like a post Halloween candy rush. Yeah, binge. Yeah, <laughs> every, every holiday. 
Oh yeah, every holiday, mm-hmm. Easter, just just wait till the next day, folks, and go to Walmart. Yeah. It's going to be on sale. They they want to get rid of all of it. Um, and then yeah, also, absolutely. you know, scary movies, maybe Alien and Predator to just shake things up and start it off. And then after that, it's like, do we really want like a Sharknado-ish type, you know, just gore fest? <laughs> or do we really want to go in with, you know, something new? And then like on any streaming platform, my my cue for horror and sci-fi is so long. So it's just mm-hmm. like, say the word. Are we watching it on Amazon Prime? What are we watching? So that's, that's basically <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just, I'm an older guy now. Like if there were parties, I, I might go out and dabble, but. I, I got to come back home. This is where the puppies are. This is where, uh, you know, the, the, the systems are. And then my favorite TVs. Exactly. Exactly. And home is where yeah. the puppies are. It's a good, that's yeah. a good and, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned like, uh, Elijah mentioned like, um, yeah, getting overwhelmed with, with all these new titles and everything. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think that's a, um, a good segue into this question I have for both of you. Um, so, so Stephanie, you do podcasts and Elijah, you do podcasts, but also like other like anime and other pop culture stuff. And I wanted to ask, like, do do you do do either of you like ever feel pressured to discuss like the trendiest or hottest titles on your platforms? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, like, no. how do you navigate that? No, <laughs> like, like me and Richard, me and Richard. like the deal here is like you have like right now everybody's talking about youtube's algorithm and stuff like that and it's like Mm -hmm. you know if something does drop and we honestly watch we'll talk about it but if not you got i mean everybody just has to wait until we review it and then you know most of our audience knows that we're not just going to try to come in and and richard we don't blow smoke so it's like everybody uh i think at one point in time this was two we had two honest conversation one richard was like dude you, you like everything I was like, yeah. He's like, well, <laughs> do you really like it? Or like, what? I was like, yeah, I like it. But I'm talking about the aspects of it that I like. He's like, is that a fair assessment or review? And I was like, man, I, you know, if somebody puts something together, because we've done this with the studio, I'm doing that with my writing, it takes a long time to, to create. If it picks up traction, I don't want to take away from that. So I want to highlight the, the things that I think are creative and uh, the things I enjoy. But then I was like, man, that's that's a... BS way of getting out of it. So I was like, you know what? I do need to step back. And then if something's trash, I need to go ahead and uh, do the same thing as I would if I was given a praise, just articulate it and say, you know, why I feel like it is to me. But, you know, you guys have to try it. Give it whatever your assessment is. Because I said, I can't, as, as a martial artist, I can tell you what I do. Mm-hmm. but if I don't show you and if you don't do it yourself, it's still going to be foreign to you. It's going to be like hieroglyphic. Mm-hmm. So you need to try it for yourself and give that assessment. And the other one um, was just talking about, you know, we had a guy that's like, man, uh, cause we started streaming to Twitch and, and you know, he, he's one of our friends. He's like, man, I had to, I had to unfollow the show because you're going live at 3 AM and you're doing this. And, uh, you know, Richard's like, man, I think we need to do this. And I was like, and it was in the middle of the night too, right after. And I was like, you know what? That kind of, that's kind of pissing me off. I was like, Hey, let me, let me say this. I said, if we switch the way that we're doing something for one person, what happens to everybody else that's listening? I said, we can't, we can't put too much investment because everybody's in a different place. And at the time, this, this, uh, follower and and friend he had a new baby and a lot of stuff going on at home so i was like he's bringing his stuff you know to us you could simply turn off your notification because right now like if you're a friend 
don't complain about, you know, the situation you put yourself in. We're just trying to bring content and we're just, you know, doing what we normally do. And so we all had, all three of us had that conversation, but me and Richard was like, Hey, we're not just going to chase what everybody, you know, what are we doing? Let's find some structure to the show. Okay. I like talk, talk, uh, talking comics because Richard doesn't know that much about comics. And then we both love anime and he gives a different perspective than I do. We love video games. He knows a lot more on the tech side about video games. And then we have our bugle episodes. We can break the show down like that and we'll bring the content that we think is important that we want to give to our audience. That we want to talk to them about because we really want to engage with uh, everybody that's watching live in chat. And then, you know, if you're leaving comments on Podbeam or, or you uh, tag us on Spotify or whatever, we want to know what you enjoyed about the show, but it has to be, you know, authentic to us. You know, we're not just going to rush out to watch something because like this overnight jobs, the dogs, you know, all our other venues and, and things that we do, that's, that's a real stressful and it's straining. It, it would strain the show and then we wouldn't produce the same amount of quality. So that's where we stand on us. Like, no, we're not just going to cave into, you know, just the hot yeah, topic. Sure. Yeah. Unless it's something that we're, uh, you know, into. And I've talked about a lot of things that are hot now, like Tokyo Revengers, Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man months, if not a year before they got popular here. And it's like, I tried to yeah. put you guys on it like last year. And now you got to find <laughs> out this way. But, you know, that's how we work. Like I, Richard is like on this reading kick. So he's going to bring a lot more to the show in those anime episodes mm. and educate people on stuff that it's really not going to drop until next year or the year after. So that's yeah, how. that's I, I I totally relate because um I don't I haven't talked about it that much here, but I'm also on another podcast with a bunch of other awesome people, and Ooh. we talk about movies, which you know a movie podcast. Wow, but it's um it's entitled Plot Mechanics, and we have a similar mm -hmm. issue where. So, yeah, actually, we vote on things like, oh, this is popular this time. This is going to come out this time. And every now and then, we will we'll generally like talk about it. And if it's a bad one, it's more fun to talk about because we're all kind of just like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a fun, like, when we like it, it's a pleasant episode. When we hate it, it's a hilarious episode. <laughs> yep. And when half of us hate it and half of us love it, it's going to be like a four-hour episode we have to cut into one because it's like we're all just like <laughs> arguing at each other and shouting, you know, but, but in a friendly way. And yeah, like, but sometimes if it's a movie that none of us really want to look at, we just veto it no matter how popular it is. So it's like, no, mm -hmm. like not for me, not for me. And I totally get that. I think that also keeps the integrity of your show in that way. Exactly. Like if you're talking about things, if you start talking about things you don't want to talk about, it's going to show. Um, and yeah, yeah, Stephanie, how about you? Like we are yeah. already asked a while ago, like, you know, there are a lot of titles, but do you feel like the pressures of outside, like of people's, um, of people wanting you to look at something and you, have you ever had that experience where you're just like, no, I will not, I will draw the line here. And yeah, like, mm -hmm. oh, sorry. Yeah, there's, no, 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 go ahead. As, yes. as, as my projects get bigger and as my visibility gets bigger, there's more and more people emailing me saying, hi, we'd like to pick your brain on this, <laughs> or hey, wouldn't you like to try this? And I'm like, no, um, <laughs> until I do. There are a couple of things that do look like they're right up my alley. Like when Good Pods came on the scene, it looked like, uh, and it still feels like, there's a, a big platform for, uh, for communication on the app. So I was like, let's talk. But a lot of times it, it doesn't connect to what I'm doing. So I just let it go. And the advantage of living outside my home culture is that I can claim, oh, I just didn't know that. Or I just don't, <laughs> I'm not aware mm -hmm. of the current trends, even though shh, 
I usually am, but I just don't care about what's <laughs> new and hot. I care about what's helpful to most people and what's helpful to me. Like in my podcast about podcasting and in the content stuff, whether it be books or coffee or whatever, we talk about the things around us and the things we're consuming and the things we're doing. Uh, if it's new, it's new. If it's not, it's not. But we're just talking about our experiences. And I, I feel like grounding myself in that kind of lets the other stuff melt away. Mm -hmm, absolutely. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm, and uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I just have a one last question before we close out because I think we're running out of time and Norma's gonna kill us. But um, um, no, Norma's <laughs> really sweet. <laughs> Norma is wonderful. But yeah, uh, we do have to keep a schedule. But I am just curious, and this is a personal curiosity, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot. But what made you decide to listen to our entire podcast? Because uh, you review so many, and we would have been fully happy if you'd like oh I tried the first episode and this and this and that would have been awesome but you told us that you listened to the entirety of our podcast and that's something that really let's just it made us really happy but like what would make you decide to sit down and listen to an entire podcast like in general what 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 attracted you yeah like how do you choose your titles like I and, know yeah, um, for personal like enjoyment as much as reviewing Whoa, okay, uh, it was engaging. The characters and the spookiness, the combination of the two were really awesome. I, I don't listen to stuff out of obligation. I will, I will, how should I say, like scan listen to a couple of things to get a feel for what they are, but I legitimately got hooked on your podcast. The characters started to, like I would finish an episode and go, I wonder what they're gonna do next. And like I'd start to think about them and they started to creep into my life, which was a little bit weird, but it happened. <laughs> And so <laughs> I started to care about the characters and I started to be curious on where the, the, the stories were going to go. Not storylines, because they didn't feel contrived. They felt like real people doing real things. And that just, it just, uh, it's sort of like why I, I liked guacamole for two years and then I didn't. Like it just appealed mm -hmm. to me at the time. And that's, that's how I felt like when I started to, once I get past the first episode, because that, oh, yes. that initial sound, that skin sound still creeps me out. But beyond that... <laughs> It just Skin threw me sound. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So um, we want to close out this episode just with something mm -hmm. fun for both of you. Um, we wanted to ask, uh, Reg, do you want to um, ask this question? Yeah. Like very shortly, uh, do you like, um, what would your favorite episode or thing about your podcast be? Like in one to two sentences. Right. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I can keep this short. It's the fact that me and Richard try to mess each other up. <laughs> that that's like my favorite thing. Because we we have a, a weird friendship. So if we can mess the other one up or keep them laughing and just throw them off the rails, it's beautiful. Oh, that's wonderful. That's really yeah, great. I, How about you, Steph? I, um, yeah. When I interview a stranger and it gets to the point where we realize we have a lot in common and there's that connection moment. That yes. that's that's gold. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, thank you. Yeah, and mm, I just want to say thank you so much to all the people who are listening and in the chat right now. Um, this was an awesome like like it was wonderful to talk to everybody, and I do definitely want to like you know at some point talk more at, at length. But right now, you know, we got to keep yeah. in our uh, in an hour. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So before we do that, uh, Elijah and Stephanie, so uh, maybe you could like uh, maybe you could share like what's going on or what your next project is. Anything you want to plug mm -hmm. for our listeners? Elijah. Oh, um, yeah, I have 
two episodes dropping, one for a little bit of anime and the Elijah Bailey show. It'll be a little bit of anime's 116th episode. And we're talking about uh, the your favorite unpopular anime opinions. And <laughs> we go into a lot of shows we're watching Oof. now, like uh, Girlfriend, Girlfriend and Tokyo Revengers. So uh, right. you can find that here. And then also the Elijah Bailey show is it's our anime week. And I had so much news from Lupin the Third Part Six to um, some news about One Piece. We're discovering more of uh, Zoro's lineage to just your latest releases for OVAs and films and television shows. Plus, the anime and manga of the month has switched. So you can find that this Thursday, uh, all at Podbeam. And then all of our past episodes are here at Podbeam and at blackandstudios.com. Um, and then you can just follow me anywhere under uh, real Elijah underscore 5000. That'll let you know when I'm streaming, when podcast drops. Nice. You can see pictures of Chewbarca, Kylo Ren, and uh, Little Lord <laughs> Vader, my dogs. And our you already know I'm getting on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephanie. Uh, Podbrave Day is tomorrow on Twitter, P-O-D-R-E-V-D-A-Y. Come and take a look, even if you don't want to review tomorrow. Just take a look at the different reviews. Also, tomorrow we're having our next episode of uh, Podcast Matchmakers, where we're matching one of our guests with three different podcasts, and we'll look at the Twitter accounts, we'll listen to uh, different uh, clips from the podcast, and uh, and we'll talk about which ones pull her in. And I've got a bunch more, and I put my uh, stephfuccio.com in the chat room. Uh, when in doubt, S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O is where is my username everywhere online. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Yeah, we'll just um, we'll just plug ours as well. It's a high night pod um, on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, um, and Facebook. And you can find us on Podbean here at High Night Podcast, um, and wherever you listen to your podcasts, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and everything. And I do want to mention just because I mentioned it in the episode. Um, I also want to mention Plot Mechanics, which is our movie podcast with me and uh, three other people who are awesome. Um, we talk about movies every week. Um, it's Plot Mechanics. It's at Plot Mechanics on most in, on most social media, but we on Twitter we are at Plot Mechanics Four, as in the number four. And you can find mm-hmm. us wherever you find podcasts as well. So yeah, thank mm-hmm. you so also, much, everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Sorry, Rich, also go. check out our Patreon and Coffee. And our Red Bubble star as well. And we dropped a bonus episode last Sunday. Today. Yeah, last Sunday. Yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. And we're Yesterday. dropping the next episode next week. So, so next you week. can definitely like watch us out. Yeah. Watch out for us, I guess. Yay. Especially anyway, the uh, coming up. Yeah, anyway, thanks everyone. This was great. Thank this you. was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, so we, like we would have we would have loved for more time, but unfortunately, yeah, I would have just we chatted have with Elijah hour. about anime. For oh, about we're gonna, have to, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna definitely have to have you guys back. Um, I'm gonna read our brief intro, and then okay. um, we'll end for today. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this live stream, the September Roundtable, hosted by Motsi Dapple and Reg Helly of the High Nai Podcast. With Elijah Bailey of The Elijah Bailey Show, a little bit of anime and Blackened Studios, and Stephanie Fuccio of Podcast Review Day, Podcast Matchmakers, and Geopats. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, Storytelling Podcast Week is a live streamed, uh, sorry, has live streamed sessions just like this one with top podcasters and storytellers from scripted fiction and nonfiction podcasters from around the world and our imaginations. We also have exclusive recorded episodes on the Storytelling Podcast 
week channel for free here from all of our podcasters here today. And if you join late or want to have another listen to these amazing podcasters, you can replay this live stream on the Storytelling Podcast Week channel. Storytelling Podcast Week is brought to you by Podbean. We're a podcast hosting and monetizing platform and home to over 500,000 podcasts. And as you're joining us for this session, you can see we also offer the ability to live stream directly from the app to your audience. For everyone listening, you can also start your own live stream for free on Podbean. Thank you for joining us for this Storytelling Podcast Week Live, and we look forward to having you for our next live stream October 5th at 10 a.m. Eastern with John from the Creepy Podcast and their Ooh. 31 Days of Horror, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, horror! Yay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> A little Thank bit of a so Halloween much, theme there for you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Norma. So excited. Thank you. Right. Thank Thanks, you. Norma. Thank you for Bye, having everybody. us. Absolutely. Yes. Thanks Absolutely. also to Ronnie from our team who's been here Thank as well. You. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys on the Twitter space for sure. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah, so Have a great day and night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drop your handles. Thank you. Handles. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. Bye. Bye. Bye.